Welcome to the New Books Network. Okay, and here we are. And welcome to the Children's Literature Channel on the New Books Network. I am Mel Rosenberg, your host, and today I have a wonderful guest, Mike Malbra. Mike, how are you? I am doing well, Mel. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's an honor. Uh, This is your second time on the show. And uh, I'm going to do a little disclosing. Uh, I have three disclosures. First disclosure is that I was lucky to be mentored by you (laughs) for several years. Uh, You're a terrific uh, mentor and uh, teacher and friend. Uh, Second disclosure is that someday we have a plan to make a book together. Someday. And finally, uh, the full disclosure is I am absolutely bonkers about your new book, Love is Here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and today is uh, Valentine's Day for those who believe. And what a um, auspicious day to have this interview about love. Um, so, Mike, I love you, and I am incredibly in love with your book. Um, everybody run out and buy this. It's, uh, it's wonderful, and uh, I'm going to send... Uh, a copy to uh, Putin tomorrow. <laughs> Good. So, Mike. So, Mike. Um, first of all, tell us how this book was born. Love is here. Um, well, so in October of 2018, uh, I um, sort of without uh, warning. Uh, it's just sort of a very, a very natural thing. I uh, just had a very uh, memorable reaction to um, the tragedy at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Um, one of many uh, of, of these sorts of events that was taking place over the course of the uh, several years there. Interesting that it was like, you know, pre-pandemic and all the other stuff we're dealing with now. But at that particular time, it was just sort of, for whatever reason, that um, affected me. And I just really um, needed to uh, sort of meditate and creatively uh, think about um, something about connectivity and positivity and, and, and affection, uh, closeness, proximity uh and that just led me to the concept of love and it you know it started just as a a a celebration of our interconnectedness uh it 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 itself went on a journey much like the protagonist does in the story it was uh originally about um very fuzzy animals um uh, much in the vein of the quiet book if you're familiar with that um uh but took a new took a turn along the way, as books do. And uh, yeah, that's how it got off the ground. And uh, you are an accomplished uh, illustrator and and most recently author illustrator uh, of some very popular books, uh, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, And you have a wonderful agent named? Lori Kilkelly of LK Literary. How hard was it for you and her to sell this concept? Um. Well, um, 
fortunately, uh, it, it was not difficult. Um, I had a, uh, I was under contract for, for a third book option with Philomel, um, who did my first two uh, uh, author illustrator books uh, about Marigold the Cat. And so I pitched this to them. Mike, Mike, now is the time to mention the names of the two Marigold books. Oh, <laughs> sure. Uh, Marigold Bakes a Cake is the debut, and uh, Marigold Finds the Magic Words is the sequel, although you could read them in any order. So, um, yeah, so they were, they were two books that were um, under contract and published by Philomel, and they had the... Uh, the option to do my next book if they wanted. And Love is Here is a departure from those um, previous books, um, but a direction that we all uh, really enjoyed going in. So it was a familiar uh, team. um, And so, yeah, they really have uh, uh, supported me and my my creativity here in the kid-lit world. You uh, achieved here a a, a lyric voice that I I didn't recognize in you, mm-hmm. based on the Marigold stories, which are humorous, um, almost snarky, and this one is just pure, mm-hmm. pure lyrical voice. It's it's. Uh, can you read page thirty one? I think it's page thirty one. Uh, sure. And and show everybody some of the pictures. Those of you who are on the video and can see, the rest of you run out and buy this page incredible 31. book. Uh, buy I several I get page copies. Thirty-one, right? Because the number, because it's not numbered. Let's ah. see. Well, just pick a page in that vicinity. Run out and uh. get a few copies of this book. <laughs> Here, I'll uh, show you a spread. I think this is the love. spread before page thirty-one, if I'm correct. Yes. Okay. So the girl goes on a journey um, through our. Uh, natural world to see all the ways that love is um, present in the way we depend on one another and the way nature depends on one another. Uh, So I'll read, um, I'll start here. Okay. It's your book, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Love lifts you up higher and higher into the bright fullness. Is love here too? Yes. You can see it in the earth and all of its neighbors. Keep going. I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) And even beneath the blinking stars, love gazes back. Do you see it? Ah, we'll leave it there. A cliffhanger. (laughs) It's, it's incredible. So, so Mike, in this world, with so much hatred and, 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 and cynicism, how do you how do you find this voice of of love and and toleration and understanding well i mean um maybe your upbringing a, yeah i mean i think that's a good question i think that if you if you're interested i imagine in picture books um sort of by default you're interested in a sense of wonder and poetry and simple truths, um, uh, and so I think um, I think anyone that that wants to write in this field that uh, has that in them, um, and so uh, yeah, I think I think it I think it I think that's where it comes from. Is you have you know for this book 
having to go to a place where um, you're just trying to say something simple. You're not, you're just trying to say, you, you're just trying to be in as much of an echo chamber as you can and, and say what you want to say. Um, it helps to have people around you who, who believe in what you have to say. And, um, but you know, it is, it is a difficult uh, um, process because you, you sort of put your work out there on paper and then um, uh, it, it is sort of um, innocent. Uh, it does have to sort of then go through all the changes necessary and, and the language gets tweaked and um, you take out one word and everything changes and these sorts of things. So you, um, I mean, that's probably the harder part. I think you say what you want to say and then um, staying kind of true to that and keeping that somewhat clean through the whole process of like taking out pages and art and changing things. Um, yeah. It's sort of, it helps to be an illustrator too, because I can say, I can say profound things visually. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to imply that, that I say profound things, but I can, uh, I, I, I can, I can, um, <laughs> infer that because it's true. Oh, well, well, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. What I mean is like, um, you know, uh, a picture tells a thousand words. There's a lot of breadth that you can say. So the words can there, therefore in relationship be very simple. So, uh, and that helps keep it a, a bit pure, I think in a good way. What, what was the process here? Um, story, picture, storyboard, dummy um, book. Yeah. So it started with just a bunch of phrases about different kinds of love, um, sort of making, making some of them made up, um, uh, which some of them I still like a lot, didn't make it into the book, but that's where it started. Um, and then really, um, it was sort of twofold. It was, it was drawing the girl, uh, going on this journey where she basically loses her kite, um, in a storm. And that sort of is what symbolizes her search for love. That sort of is the spark that gets her going out into the world and looking for, uh, for it. Um, and, uh, so it was a process of, of where does that go? Uh, um, which had a lot of technical aspects to it, like what the spreads look like, how, where the camera is, uh, so to speak, and how to reveal visual things in an interesting way, um, as she interacts with the world around her. Um, and then, you know, the, 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 the text was written alongside of that and somewhat separately. And then it was sort of about merging the two things together like a dance. So um, at least that's, that's my romantic version of looking back on it. It was probably a bit more uh, of a struggle than that. <laughs> it's, uh, the book has been out for just uh, two months now. Mm. Um, what, what's the feedback? Are, are people uh, I, embracing... Yeah, your, I think so. Your... Uh, folks have given uh, great great reviews. It got a um, a starred review from Kirkus, which is a really great uh, honor. And for, for a book along these lines, um, something when you're trying to say something important, it's nice to to get some sort of acknowledgement that you're that you're uh, uh, have uh, having an effect. Um, and, and, and reaching home with some people, you know, it's nice to, it's nice to tell a cute, funny book, uh, a story about a cat that bakes cakes and have people laugh. And, uh, but this is, this is, a uh, 
uh, rewarding in a different way. So. Yes, I. It's uh, it's really incredible because it is at the end of the day, a concept book. Um, there isn't that classic uh, story arc uh, where the girl is uh, in some kind of mortal danger. Actually, she flies uh, right through the uh, the sea in the universe. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, nothing, nothing can harm her. Well, it's yeah, and it's nice to know that uh, you know a book like these, like uh, it makes me proud to be in this industry because there is places for all kinds of work, um, uh, all types of stories, all types of people, all types of characters, all types of uh, drama and comedy, and uh, yeah, it's very fulfilling. Okay, for for the people who can see us, can you show some of the double spreads of the rain at the beginning? Oh, sure. So this is the storm approaching, and there's a few drops, and then the rain, it represents uh, love arriving. So Incredible. I show the next one, too. These are my favorite. They're not, actually. One more, one more. One more. I'm going to get sued now by Philomel, but I don't care. <laughs> um, Mike, the, the book is incredible. Thank so, you. So this is, this, is, this is you. This is you on a platter, as I know you. Um, what is your advice uh, to people who aspire to be uh, writers, writer-illustrators, illustrators? Um, what are your best tips? going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, as you know, we worked together a couple times uh, for a while, actually, and um, uh, it really is a blessing to, to um, mentor folks, um, especially because it helps me to refine what I think, because you're giving advice to other folks. And I think that if I had to, if I had to go to the most important thing, when I work on coaching or mentoring, uh, uh, young, young in the industry, let's say, uh, voices, um, as writers and art and illustrators, I think, um, taking your time, uh, and is, is important. Um, but probably the most valuable thing is, and I say this to folks all the time is, um, it's a partnership between finding yourself as an artist and, and finding a voice and, and being in touch with what you want to say. And that is a very personal, connected, emotional, it's a very confident place to be. Uh, you know, your ego should come out in that place. You should say what you want to say. That has to be married to a very professional and technical and, and um, uh uh, carefully curated other part of you that looks at what the industry is and the part and the, and where in the industry you want to be. Um, and, and, and sort of works to let both of those things be compartmentalized in your process so that you're, you're being true to your voice. You're creating work that you believe in. Um, and then you are very attuned to what the industry is and what it looks for, uh, who the people in it are, um, and how to best work with them. Um, and I think, I think if you get anywhere in either of those, it will inform the other and you will be much happier with your work. Um, 
and much happier with where you're going in your mm. career or as an artist if this ends up not being the industry for you so that that ends up happening too so yeah so so mike um if okay i'm gonna ask you this is this baby uh is a hundred percent you um what are you more proud of the uh the words or the pictures uh that's a tough one um i mean i definitely um i definitely tried to push myself as an illustrator on this book too that was another aspect of it that i really was interested in um so i can't I, you know i look at some of the spreads and i think wow like <laughs> even now i go like i don't know if i i can't believe i took the time to actually do some of this stuff um <clears throat> so so that was my next my next question is i i see um i see you stretching here in the artwork i, I appreciate that yeah. stuff that i've never seen you do i appreciate that and it's incredible stuff so so you actually raised the high bar for yourself with the concept and the writing and then you went outside your comfort zone for sure yeah and that and um yeah and uh i mean i do also it is also gratifying like i said before to write a book um and I, you know and i feel like both the illustrations and the text are my writing in a sense. Um, and so I feel, yeah, when, if it connects with people and, and, and if a book like this matters to someone, um, then that, then that really feels that that makes me proud. So I feel like I said something helpful and, uh, from my heart and if it connects with someone else, then that's, that's all you can ask for. I think that's why most people want to do this kind of work. So especially to connect with children in that way. Um, yeah. So this uh, begs the following question. Uh, by the way, I, I, I think as, as I know you, um, that if you had to be more connected to one of the children in this book, it would be the illustrations, but that's just my <laughs> opinion. The text is also marvelous, um, which, which, which begs the following question. Um, most agents these days, uh, so I'm guessing publishers, are looking for author illustrators. Is there a future for people who just write and cannot draw? Well, that's a good, that's a, whoa, that's a good question. I mean, I would I think 100%. I mean, I haven't seen anything that would tell me otherwise. I think that, um, Mike, this is a book that, um, you cannot write if you don't have the whole shebang. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one of the uh, topics that I want to tackle at some point with a, a class or a, in a workshop um, is that my heart goes out to just the manuscript writers out there. I think that there is a value in being able to plunk down like a visual representation of your work and say, this is, here's my dummy, here's the whole thing, and cast a vision in a way that's much... Um, uh, you know, just more like visceral and connected and easier to digest uh, as an author and an illustrator combined. I, you know, I have a lot of friends who are sort of at the same career level that I am, which is still sort of growing in the industry, and they are just um, authors. Um, and I'm often jealous uh, and envious of their ability to... Uh, 
to be prolific in the sense that they can just, you know, manuscripts can just, I mean, you, you're an example of this, someone who, you know, you can just constantly roll these ideas out. Um, you know, it is, it is maybe more of a challenge to cast a vision um, for a project with just words. I think there are tricks to it, but there are tricks, you know, so the, the writing has to be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say that the, that it is not um, a dead industry in that in that regard, um, for sure. Keep That's hope good. alive for all the aspiring writers. That's good to hear, aspiring writers. We aren't dead yet. No, we're in an endangered species, though. <laughs> so, so uh, Mike, um, how did you how did you surprise yourself here? How does a writer Okay, so if I write a um, a story, and somebody else is is illustrating it, my job is to surprise them. Mm. I think, and uh, otherwise they could write the story, and and then they say, mm, "How should I illustrate this? From what angle?" Uh, um, the author didn't specify whether the main character is human or a dog. Oh, I'll make him a dog. Um, <laughs> how did you second guess yourself here? Well, I mean, I, you know, I know you're a, a, a jazz enthusiast. Um, I am f somewhat from a distance. I am, a, I am a no, by no means a uh, aficionado, uh, but I am a fan. And I think that like, if you, if you just, if you take that as a metaphor for creating a book, uh, sort of string out the process of say like two musicians playing together right which happens like like live like two musicians playing live together um one little note you know a half step change in a note or a, or a, or a 16th rhythm change can just lead to this whole new world uh, uh of possibilities um i think the same thing happens in uh writing and illustrating a picture book like the the profoundness that each note can have as it steps out of a key or a rhythm as it's, you know, as it steps off the beat. Um, I think a word can, can step away from the pictures in an interesting way. Or like you said, you know, like a, a, an image that goes with mm -hmm. an existing text can, can take things in a new direction. So for me, that process is just me being both of those musicians in a way. Like I, mm -hmm. you know, I try to come to the words with fresh eyes and change a drawing. I try to come to the to the art with fresh eyes and and or the, the writing with fresh eyes and change a word and see where that leads the art. See where a change in the art leads. So the surprises are across the board. I mean, the middle section of the book was going to be much different at some point. Um, uh, there's probably three or four versions of it that had different places that she went. Yeah, so, but Mike, if, if 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 to use your <laughs> wonderful analogy of jazz, if I'm if I'm playing with a piano player mm. and I'm singing or playing saxophone, then I can be surprised. If if I'm singing and playing the piano, I'm less likely to surprise myself. So this brings me to <clears> the, <throat> the to the next question, which is, what what percent of the book is the words leading the pictures, versus the pictures leading the uh, pictures leading the uh, lyrics. I call, I'm saying lyrics because mm. it's actually a song. Somebody should 
should compose music to this book. <laughs> no, I, I, very, I, I, I'm dead serious. It's very much 50-50, I would say. It would be hard to, to, to break it down. Much Mike, it can't that. be 50-50. I, I, I mean, I think on balance, <laughs> it has to be about 50-50. I mean, I, like if I run into trouble with a book um, and I come away from it, I try to come at it from a different angle. And so it's always I'm coming at it from a different, a different way. Um, you, you, uh, mean I, you, I mean, you wrote you wrote something, and then you said to yourself, "Oy vey, I have to, I have to do a, a new double spread now because the words are so beautiful." Um, no, but uh, but like I would do a spread that would then get completely rejected because I would change a line, so I would have to draw something completely different, or what I would draw, like you know that that picture with the moon, for example, you know. Okay, what can I say about love that's going to match what I, what this is showing? Um, but then maybe, you know, the words about love would you know, there's a spread that says something about quiet, and it's like, okay, that love being quiet, I have to completely rethink what the visual is. Um, that's actually a lot harder job because you know you're saying like love is quiet. Wow, like that could be a lot of things. You have to scrap a lot of things. So yeah. I hope that makes sense, but <laughs> look, you know, I, I um, if our cognitive brains could understand the process that people like you go through, <laughs> uh, but of course, I don't believe that cognitive thinking can um, reassemble uh, when genius happens. And um, and Mike, you know that I'm a fan of yours. Um, you know, as a mentor, as a human being, as somebody who cares so much. Uh, you homeschool your children. Um, you're you're devoted to the planet and to human beings. Um, you were motivated by the, the synagogue tragedy, and you're not Jewish. Um, you're one of the most uh, loving people that I that I've met. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, and and um, I'm 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 going to say that um, this is one of the most incredible children's books that I've ever seen. Oh no, that means a lot. Thank you. And um, I, I really uh, I can't wait to get to New York and buy a couple of copies of it. Um, so, uh, last parting words. What what have I not asked you, Mike? That I should have asked you. What do you want to say? Oh, uh, you put me on the spot. Um, I mean, you know, I, I I I very much appreciate the chance to to chat with you, um, and I. Uh, really appreciate and respect um, how much you uh, enjoy sharing um, the journey of learning about this industry and 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 breaking in and 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 I still feel very uh, I feel it very keenly and very pure uh, that feeling of where do I go you know, uh, how do I break in and that the joy of, of entering this industry. And, um, so I appreciate you for, for, for sort of like, um, being a, a flagship for folks like that. And just, you know, I am, I guess the last thing I would want to say based on that is just, I'm, I'm, I'm here. If anyone has questions, if anyone wants to break in to the industry, um, it's, it's a wonderful place to make art, um, and connect with people. And, um, help our 
civilization and our world and our planet and one another. Um, and so, yeah, like reach out for the question. Um, I'm happy to help. So, Mike, uh, I can only uh, sum this up in, uh, in three words. Love is here. It's been great having you on the show. Uh, this is Mel Rosenberg hosting the Children's Literature Channel, New Books Network, and I've been talking to the wonderful, wondrous Mike Malbra about the miracle of his new book, Love is Here. Thanks, Mike, and uh, upwards and onwards. Thank you, Mel. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>